This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Are you sick and tired of biased hockey talk? Then you have come to the right place. The Drop focuses on the St. Louis Blues, but we also delve into other news from around the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You were headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. It's great to have everyone back for another edition of The Drop Podcast. So let's go ahead and talk some Blues hockey. The Blues knew going into this weekend they would have two games against teams that really had underperformed this year, the New York Rangers last night and the New Jersey Devils today. Before we get into the game, let's go over a little bit of the history between these two teams. Since the Blues came into the league, the Blues have won 45 games, lost 85, and tied 16 for a winning percentage of 37.6 against the Rangers. The Blues have scored an average of 2.7 goals against the Rangers, and they've allowed an average of 3.5. And for those of you that are a little bit too young to remember, there used to be a totally different playoff structure where the number one seed would play the 16th, two would play the 15th, third would play the 14th, so on and so forth, I think you understand. The Blues would only face the Rangers once in the playoffs, and that was back in 1981. It was a six-game series, and they lost that series four games to two. The most recent history with the Rangers, the Blues played them on December 31st and lost the game 2-1. to one. So the Blues are looking for a little bit of payback. In net for the Rangers would be Alexander Gorgiev. He has looked pretty good for a backup goalie this year. The Rangers have huge hopes for him for when Lundqvist retires. His last five games, he is 3-2. and two. And on the opposite end of the ice, of course, we're going to see the Blues' big story of the year. Jordan Bennington, the guy's going to receive some votes for the Calder Trophy, but I don't think he's going to win it. I think it's going to be Elias Patterson. His record in his last five games is 4-1. The Blues were the type of team they had. You figured they would come out and be pretty strong against the Rangers, and that's exactly what they did. They got on the scoreboard and took a 1-0 lead on a goal by Vladimir Tarasenko that I don't know how he got the goal past Gorgiev. Here's Pareko blast. That was off a stick wide. How many guys dump the puck into the corner from the faceoff dot and then get it back against three Rangers? <laughs> now Shen back of the goal. And they score! Tarasenko jams it in! Off the pad of Georgiev, and he gets his 30th. And the Blues lead 1-0. 20 goals now on the road. 19 was a career high. 20 goals is in special company. Brett Hull had eight seasons of 20 or more goals on the road. So now they create a little bit of confusion in the offensive zone. A little pass there by Braden Shen. He'll get an assist. I don't know how this squeaks in. Georgiev doesn't have his right skate along the, po- the goal line and tight to the post. And Vladdy Tarasenko bangs it home on the short side. A huge effort by Ryan O'Reilly. He has the puck. He's bringing it in. He basically shoots it to the boards to bounce it to himself. Goes back against the net, gets it, fights for it a little bit longer. It ends up over on the other side of the boards to Shin. Shin has it, gets it to Tarasenko in front of the net. Gorgiev had his pad against the post, but where I think Tarasenko got it over was, Gorgiev's blocker was not right down against his skate, and I think it went between his blocker and the very top of his skate and into the net. 
That goal by Tarasenko would be his 30th of the year. Shin gets his 34th assist. O'Reilly gets his 45th assist. 14 minutes, 35 seconds in. The Blues are up one to nothing. But they weren't done. They scored another goal just about 37 seconds or so later. David Perron, who we are so happy to have back after that concussion. We didn't know how he was going to respond, but he's responding well. He gets his 21st goal of the year, and the Blues are up two to nothing. There's the Blues on the fourth check. Perron in front. He scores! Tipped in by Perron. Two quick goals, and the Blues lead two nothing. The first period, the Rangers are minus six goals, four goals against going into it. Frustrating for Coach Quinn as the Rangers have had good pace to this game, but then just like that, the Blues counter with two quickies. One, a poor goal on the short side. And then this one here, nice play by Sunquist to punch it in. DP57 is going to slide in here. Some great forechecking indeed by the Blues. I thought they did that very well in the first period. Uh, Schwartz gets the puck. He sees Perron heading towards the front of the net. He shoots it towards the goal. Perron is there just to tap it in with his stick. There's nothing Gorgiev could have done about that. No help from anybody covering Schwartz, and no help was around David Perron to take him out of the play. That goal by Perron would be his 21st of the year. Schwartz with the great shot slash pass gets his 25th of the year, and that goal was 15 minutes and two seconds in. The Blues go out of the first period, up two to nothing. Shots were pretty even. The Blues had 10. The Rangers had 11. There were no penalties in the first period. Going into the second period, the Blues would outshoot the Rangers 20 to 9, but it would be the Rangers through some hard work and taking advantage of some Blues mistakes to get two goals of their own very quickly within a minute and a half of each other to tie this one up at two each. Rangers take over Nemestikov with it. Blocked by Maroon. And he gave it away to Nemestikov who moves in and shoots. Save! And cleared out of the crease. And then it goes in! Ryan Strom! Sam, I don't know if he's going to get credit, but Pareko shot it in his own net. Pareko came back to help out. And after Bennington made the save, the puck goes behind him. Bennington found it and went to swipe it away, and I believe it hit Pareko. And then Pareko looked to me like he tried to clear it. And then either shot it into his own net or maybe Strom did get there. But it was a turnover first. And yeah, Strom did get the last piece of it. As Pareko, as that puck would have slithered to the corner, but it hit Pareko in the skate. A wild scramble. But Strom was where he needed to be, he right sure around was. the net. Gevich pass for Kreider. Pareko gets over. He goes down on the play, and he scores! Pavel Buchnevich has tied it at two! I'm not sure Pareko saw Chris Kreider coming. And Kreider lifts the stick of Pareko just before he can play the puck. That's why there was no penalty. It was just a good stick-on-stick -stick play. And then Pareko will fall down on his own. And then maybe their skates come together a little bit, but no penalty on the play. Then Buchnevich takes advantage. Good hustle by Kreider. Good setup by Zibanejad. Well, two big mistakes by Colton Pareko. Just wasn't a great game for him. I thought there were other times where he looked bad. That first goal, Bennington got a piece of the initial save. It trickled behind him. It's starting to go into the goal. Bennington swipes it out of the way of the goal line. Pareko comes in with his stick and puts it in the net. That second goal, 
Pareko's going in to get the puck, has a flat tire, falls down on the ice. Zibanejad gets it to Buchnevich, and we are tied at two each. The first goal by Ryan Strom, his 17th of the year, unassisted at 2 minutes 22 seconds in. Buchnevich gets his 19th goal of the year. Zibanejad gets his 41st assist of the year, 3 minutes 42 seconds into the second. I would say the Blues are making mistakes at this point, but it's basically Colton Pareko making mistakes at this point. The second period would see the Blues get a power play opportunity and the Rangers, but neither team were able to capitalize on those power play opportunities. Going into the third, the Blues really need to step it up because, you know, coming back the way the Rangers did, they're probably going to come out very good in the third period. And they would be the ones to get the next goal, Jimmy Vesey, would get a 17th of the year early in that period to make it 3-2. to two. D'Angelo moves it out. Good pass to Vesey. Down the middle goes Letary. That pass for him is broken up. Good play by Gunnarsson. Taken away by Letary. Saved by Bennington. And they score on the rebound. Jimmy Vesey. Rangers come out of their zone. And once the puck goes in, Vesey's there. Puck pounces free. And eventually... Jimmy Vesey on the right side ends up putting it in and give the Rangers a one-goal lead. Some great transition play from the Rangers. They come out of their zone with the puck. Letiri initially has it. A shot ends up being put on Jordan Bennington. The puck's kind of flopping around, and there's Jimmy Vesey to put it past Bennington for a 3-2 lead. Vesey gets his 17th goal of the year. Alden gets his 15th assist. Letiri gets his first assist of the year. Five minutes, 47 seconds in, the Rangers are up 3-2. to two. The Blues had a few opportunities against Georgiev, but they weren't able to capitalize on him. They pulled Bennington late in the third period, but the Rangers get an empty net goal by Chris Kreider, 19 minutes, 52 seconds in, and the Blues would lose the game 4-2. to two. Let's go ahead and get into the stats of the game. The Blues outshot the Rangers 46-25. to 25. The Rangers won the faceoff battle 55% to 46%. Power play, the Blues were 0 for 1. The Rangers were 0 for 2. The Rangers outhit the Blues 25 to 19. Blocks were pretty close. The Rangers had 13 to the Blues 10. The Rangers had 23 giveaways, and the Blues had 10. Let's go ahead and head to the post game interviews. First, we're going to hear from Coach Craig Berube. Then, we're going to hear from Ryan O'Reilly. Peron and then Petrangelo. That's well, frustrating. Uh, lots of opportunities, almost 50 shots on net, but too many missed shots in my opinion. And um, you know, we gave them the goals they got. Two of their first three were uh, times where they crashed the net. What was what was going on there? Just loose coverage down there, or not strong enough? Um, well, yeah, the one was just it, it got loose, and then you know we we get guys in there, and we kind of just we. The puck got behind them, and we couldn't get we couldn't get the puck, and they banged it in. And the third one, just we, we lost coverage in front of our net. You, were, you had talked about how the Rangers would be a tough opponent because of the situation they were in. Young guys to play. Were they sort of as expected for you? I mean, yeah, I think so. I think that you know they're a fast team. Like we, we knew that, and um, they used their speed tonight. I thought, and you know, but in the end. You know, when you almost get 50 shots in there, you got to capitalize on your chances. We didn't do that. Uh, any reason why all the all the missed shots you're talking about? Oh, uh, just missing that. 
But 46, oh, good. Keep better, you know. Were you getting too fine, maybe? On uh, yeah, probably at times, trying to pick corners a little bit too much. And you know, I think we could have just put them to the net and made sure they got to the net and there's rebounds and stuff, and that's how you score a lot of goals. Uh, is it good that you you play right away tomorrow? You don't you don't have to sit on this game? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, um, I thought our energy was good tonight, um, and I expect it to be good tomorrow. Is there something to be said for wanting to clinch a playoff berth in a game that you win. I mean, you could still get in tonight, but it would be, you know, it may not matter in April, That's but it's, we're, just, you, but, know, you know, we're, well yeah, but we're up, we're, we're up, we're not happy. Just we lost, we lost the game. You know, and uh, that's the player's mindset is good. Like, you know, that we want to win. We want to win games. And, uh, you know, it was a winnable game, and we didn't win it. You did have 46 shots on goal, which is a season high, though. Did you, I mean, enough good chances to score a couple more, you think? Well, there was a lot of good chances. But, again, you know, again, like, the goalie saw most of them, I would say. Um, and I think we could do a better job of taking his eyes away. But also, you know, goals are scored from rebounds and, and just getting ugly around the net. And I didn't think that we were ugly enough around the net. Didn't, didn't have a ton of rebound shots, it didn't seem like. No. So could do a better job. Yeah, there. that's a tough loss. You know, going up two and you think we can you know, stick our game plan and, you know, put them away. But, you know, gave them a little life and obviously they got some bounces. And then, you know, personally, wasn't it was a pathetic game by myself. I had plenty of chances to impact it, and, and yeah, plenty of opportunities. And obviously, let the team down tonight because we we should have beat that team. And it's it's a disappointing loss, but it's good we're back at it tomorrow and can hopefully respond. Now you need, I mean, you could still clinch a playoff berth tonight. Arizona losing, Colorado still getting in. But is there a different for what you guys have accomplished to get to this point? Is there a different feeling to not do it on your own necessarily, like win a game or? Get the point to, to, to do it. Yeah, we yeah we want to earn it. We want to, you know, you know we don't want to be a team that's watching you know the standings and the scoreboard. We just want a team that goes out every night and plays and find a way to win hockey games. And you know this was yeah it, it wasn't you know it wasn't smooth. It was just kind of back and forth and you know a little too much thinking at times and kind of getting away from our game plan a bit. And it can happen, but we got to respond the right way and and you know make quicker adjustments to our game quicker. So it's. Yeah, it's, it's tough. You can still clinch it tonight if Colorado loses, but how frustrating is it not to, if Arizona loses? Good. We had, certainly had plenty of chances. Like, you look at the shot attempts, I think we're at around 75. Uh, we had more shots on net than, than I think they had even attempts. So, I mean, we did a lot of good things, and we let them back in the game for no reason, though. And, uh, yeah, and he, at times they put pressure on us. Uh, I thought our first pair was a, a really good response. I, I thought... We had a good start. Then they started pushing really hard, and then we got the two goals. So you think you're on, you're on, a, on your way to having a great game, and uh, we let them back a little bit, and just got to regroup and, and get ready for tomorrow again. Uh, yeah, I think you had a season high, uh, uh, 46 shots. Two of their goals came when they were just crashing the net. Anything yeah. that you saw there? Uh... Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I'd, I'd have to look again if I want to comment more on, on specific goals, but. Uh, yeah, there, there's a couple times, obviously, turnovers and neutrals and things like that. And uh, yeah, I thought our PK did a good job. And uh, I mean, yeah, it's tough. We only had one power play. You, you kind of expect to have one or two more when you, when you carry the play the way we did. And 
uh, there was definitely opportunities for that. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we just got to regroup, and it's our it's our job that when we do have uh, scoring chances, put put them in the net. Tomorrow is another opportunity to kind of get this thing to go in the right direction. So uh, quick turnaround. Uh, is it, does it help that you can? You have another game. You don't have to sit on this one. Yeah, it's the beauty of playing a lot of hockey, I guess, is you can kind of forget about it and move on. And another opportunity for us to uh, put ourselves in a good position. Why do you think they were able to, to climb back in this one when you guys, you bang, bang up two to nothing? Well, we gave them everything that they got. I mean, whether well, it's turnovers or loose coverage, whatever it was. I and mean, a team like this that wants to play quick, they're going to take advantage of it. I mean, you put up, what do we have, 50 shots, 46, 47 shots, you know? Probably because had some chances, open nets we missed, and whatever to really bury them, and we didn't. So they grabbed some life off that. You think, you think there was any let up at all when it was two nothing? Or uh, no, again, I mean bounces happen, right? Stuff happens. They kind of got some uh, lucky breaks there, but again, we had a lot of opportunities to kind of close that out. Fifty shots. Um, you got to find a way to put some more in. A lot of people will focus on well, the Blues played pretty good. The Rangers must have played very good. No, the Blues got a lot of shots on goal. They played pretty good in the first period. But the second period, they outshot the Rangers, but they didn't outplay the Rangers. The Rangers crashed to the net any time they wanted to. The Blues made mistakes, and that's what cost them the game. Wasn't Jordan Bennington's best game? Wasn't his worst game? He didn't play bad. He played good. Not great, but good. He didn't face a ton of shots, but he made some saves when he needed to, but the team didn't play well in front of him. This one's not on Jordan Bennington. This one's on the whole team. Colton Pareko, those two huge mistakes, cost this team the game. If Pareko doesn't make those mistakes, the Blues win this game most likely 2-1. to one. So it's the mistakes that kill you. They cannot make mistakes like this in the playoffs. They are magnified a hundredfold. Plus, if a team in the playoff gets a goal off of a mistake like those in last night's game, it just gives them such huge momentum. And then they really start to pressure you and put it on you because they think they're going to get you to make more mistakes. The Blues need to forget about this one. Move on to the game tonight against the Devils. Hopefully, they'll play much better, mistake-free and get back to the way they were playing against the Golden Knights and the Tampa Bay Lightning. I'm sure Jake Allen will be in goal. I know a lot of people want Jordan Bennington to play back-to-back games, which I've never understood why people feel that way. But I'm sure Jake Allen will give us a good effort. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this episode of The Drop. Until next time, let's go Blues. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email The Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go Blues! This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.